back, we fight, we be us, we be special, we smell greatness, we finish strong, yes, from the top, What's up, everybody? This is episode 34 of the Big Easy Bets podcast. I'm your host, Logan, and with me in the studio, Nick Von Brick. Betting is my business, and business fucking sucks. Yeah, it's been a, uh, a rough time. I feel like I'm on that deserted island with uh, with no water, like day 30, no water. Dude, I I tried to watch all the old, uh, the old reruns of the games that they had the other day. I just can't do it. You can't watch a game that you know the outcome of. So, I don't know. We got a lot, lot that we're talking about today. Um, Kirk Herbstreit dropped a bomb. I don't know if you saw that earlier. We'll talk about that. I don't know if anybody saw it. Um, talk a little Saints news today. We got the uh, hold the mayo pizza bracket going on with a big upset of number eight Totinos. We'll get into that later too. Um, yeah. So Big Easy Bets episode thirty four brought to you by Hold the Mayo HTM Sports. If you haven't checked it out, I mean. I don't know what you're waiting on. You're missing out. But so, yeah, big Saints news since our last episode. Uh, obviously, we got Emmanuel Sanders. What are your thoughts on that? That's a big pickup. Yeah, I mean, that's a big time asset for the offense. You know, you get a guy that um, really, in my opinion, could have been a wide receiver one for a lot of other teams. And he's coming in to be the wide receiver two. something the Saints desperately needed um, last year and didn't really get. But um you know, this year you're getting a guy like that along to go with all the other weapons we have, uh, Kamara, Jared Cook, and, of course, Mike Thomas. You know, it's it's um, it's going to be exciting. The offense is going to be hard to stop. No, yeah, I think this puts us up there as potentially the uh, – I mean, I don't know who's got a better offense in the league. Kansas City, you can argue, but overall, top to bottom, I don't know. I mean, I think we're going to give anybody a run for the money and. That's why Kirk, Kirk Herbstreet's uh, bomb that he dropped on everybody today is just the icing on the cake for me. He's saying that um, if he's running the NFL and the NCAA, he's canceling next season. He said there's no football next season if he's uh, if he's in charge, which nope, he's not. <laughs> yeah, thank God Kirk's not in charge of shit. So, um, yeah, I mean, that would be the icing on top of the cake of these last three years as a Saints fan. I mean, you got the Minnesota Miracle. Absolutely broke my heart. Absolutely broke my heart. I literally cried real tears that night, I swear to God. Um, you got, obviously, the no calls in the dome for that. You got last uh, last playoff game against Minnesota. And then we finally get the number two receiver. You got Drew Brees coming back for another ride. And then this fucking coronavirus is going to potentially knock out the season. Yeah, it's tough. But um, speaking back on Emmanuel Sanders, you know, speaking fantasy football, I think he's going to be uh, um, even better than he was last year. You know, Emmanuel Sanders has always been an underrated uh, fantasy football wide receiver. Oh, without a and doubt. And then now you put him with um, the best quarterback that he's had in his career. Uh, that's going to be a steal if you can get him. Yeah, no, I mean, Michael Thomas draws a double team. Every time he touches the field, I mean, Emmanuel Sanders is going to have one-on-one coverage the entire game. So, I mean, I dude, we're going to be unstoppable. If there's a football season next year, which I pray to God there is, uh, I don't see anybody stopping us. I really don't. Malcolm Jenkins is coming home. That's big news. We talked about that on the last episode. Uh, Von Bell 
Who'd Von Bell go to? Uh, Cincinnati. Yep. Go play with uh, future number one pick Joe Burrow. Um, I was I wasn't very happy to see Von Bell go. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, he was always around the ball. I would don't know for sure, but I'd be willing to bet everything I got that he led our team in fumble recoveries, forced a couple. But it seemed like every time the ball was on the ground that he uh, he was there. So that's a good uh, good little habit to have. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm spiraling out of control right now with nothing to bet on. Obviously, everybody who has consistently tuned into our show knows that the meat and potatoes of our show is sports betting. And as of right now, there's nothing to bet. There's nothing to bet. You can watch the ESPN, the Ocho. You can watch some marble racing if you want. Um, not it's not for me. I tuned in. You, you ever watched it? Marble racing? No. It's fucking terrible. It really is. You're just watching these marbles go down a hill. I mean, and. There was it, it's terrible. It's terrible. That was when I had to go. That was my my look in the mirror moment. And uh, like, what are you doing? Who drops the marbles? I don't really know. So, <laughs> yes, is it like? Is there a special technique? Yeah. You put some or, spin on it. Is there? Right. What are the rules and regulations? Um, the Olympics got pushed back a year. Yeah, crazy man. Got robbed of March Madness. Uh, this was supposed to. We're supposed to be right in the heat of coming up on the Sweet Sixteen. We should be in the heat of uh, the best time in sports. So, yeah, I'm, I was fucking planning on going big this year. Yeah, no, I know. And but shit's not looking good. But you know, they say uh, I bet a substantial amount every now and again. Well, I was planning on trying to make a living out of this shit. <laughs> he's not. And he's not lying. God really is telling were. me, hey, maybe settle not down, idea. buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm still holding out hope. I'm not. Uh, I'm not. Uh, sending off sirens like uh, Kirk Herbstreet is yet, but I mean, it doesn't look good. Yeah, I mean, at this point, it wouldn't surprise me, but um, yeah, I don't see things getting better anytime soon. Yeah, no doubt. So, but you you can always hope that they do. So that's what I'm gonna do. Yep. But all right, let's see what else we got. We got oh yeah, so we we're talking about the HTM uh, pizza bracket. So you got. Number eight Totinos going up against the number one seed DiGiorno. And the holders voted Totinos to win. Totinos Pizza, the little party pizzas, the little dude. What? DiGiorno is like top notch for frozen pizzas, okay? I know we're big Toomey people over here. Um but, but if, if Toomey's number one, DiGiorno's one B. I you get the cheese crust. You get that cheese crust DiGiorno. You can get the little personal ones. I mean, come on. What are we doing? I'm not going to lie. I voted for Totino's. Did you really? Yeah. Oh, my God. But I'm not going to lie uh, another time because I think that they do it better when they roll them up in the little pouches. No, okay, yeah. I will <laughs> I will say pizza rolls are legit. So pizza rolls are where it's at. I totally I, – when I think of Totino's, I'm not thinking of the pizza rolls. I was thinking of those little shitty, like – Tastes like cardboard. You can't tell if the cardboard's still on the bottom or not. Pizzas. So, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, if you're really hungry, those things are really good. Oh, pizza? What, you talking about the party pizzas? Or? Yeah. Uh, but if you're uh, not that hungry, they're not that good. See, if if I'm if I'm hungry and I go look and all I have is Totino's party pizzas, I'm saying, okay, it's it's time for a diet. I'm just going to roll them. I'm just going to have a uh, – do a little fast. I'll eat, I'll eat tomorrow. So – yeah, I don't know. That was a big shocker, but 
y'all got to tune in. Y'all make sure to vote. We got, uh, I don't know who's up next in the uh, HTM pizza bracket, but I mean, big shocking upset. I don't know what y'all are doing, dude. The cheese crust DiGiorno's are where it is at. So uh, I don't know. They said, uh, they said you eat fish sticks. Yeah. Do you? Uh, speaking of uh, fishing and pizza, I went fishing earlier. What does that have to do with On pizza? the water, under the sun, and I got baked. <laughs> what does that have to oh yeah, i got baked, baked like, like one of portnoy's fucking pizzas <laughs> he's putting them in there for 45 minutes yeah i don't know who told him how to uh how to cook a pizza but not the best so also in saints news uh i don't know if you saw drew Brees, the greatest thing that ever happened to the city of new orleans the Brees family donated um Five, I think it was five million to the state of Louisiana, and everybody's complaining that he got paid too much, that he should have took a pay cut when he's like the twelfth highest paid quarterback in the league. So, yeah. So tomorrow we got Tombstone, the two seed versus the number seven seed uh, Freshetta. I think right now we got California Pizza Kitchen four seed versus the number five seed Jack's Pizza. California Pizza Kitchen is pretty good. They uh they have actual they got restaurants. And, yeah, I've had one of yeah. those. They they're not bad. Solid establishment. Um, but yeah, five million to the state of Louisiana for Mayor Cantrell to probably throw that in a fundraiser. But hopefully that actually finds the people. Um, but yeah, I mean, can we all agree that Drew Brees is the greatest thing to ever happen in the city of New Orleans? Is that fair to say? Um, he, yeah, he's my greatest quarterback of all time. So I know uh, I, I know a lot of people like to debate that but there's really no debate in my mind stats don't lie yeah I, th- I, I say it all the time you know if you're a kid and you're trying to play quarterback you don't go look at way Tom Brady plays quarterback you you go and look at how Drew Brees does it yeah fundamentally and uh his technique is second to none that's and why you see a lot of these young guys coming up saying how they looked up to Drew Brees it's because what he does for his size and not only for his size but just the way he moves through the pockets, go through his, his uh, progression so quickly, it, it's it's remarkable. Yeah, and Tom Brady open mouth kisses his kids on the lips. So yeah, I mean Tom Brady's a, a little bit weird. That's a stain on the legacy, if you ask me. If you're open mouth kissing your kids on the lips on video, I mean, sorry, you're not the greatest of all time in my mind. Um, but yeah, no. In all seriousness, dude, I'm struggling. I, I gotta find something to bet on. Um. They've still been racing the ponies, so I've been looking into that. Obviously, you know that I was trying to get into that a while back. Uh, that could be dangerous. I was reading up on trying to learn, navigate my way around betting on horses, which um, not anywhere near that I would feel comfortable giving the advice out. Um, if I ever do, don't listen to me uh, in the near future. But you got to bet on something. Yeah, I have to. You got Dana White saying that uh, Khabib and Tony Ferguson still going to go on. I don't know if what was it April fifteenth. He's saying that it's yeah, it might that be it's gonna, it Might have been April twenty sixth, huh? Uh, yeah, maybe. Who knows? Um, it's gonna happen at an undisclosed location, so he hadn't given that out yet. But Joe Rogan's already gone on record saying that he's not gonna be there, so that kind of puts a damper on it a little bit. But I don't really blame him. I guess They're saying there's gonna be ten people in there, maybe, maybe ten. So no crowd. Yeah, no, no crowd, no fans. Um, I guess, I don't know if they're going to do somebody. I think it was Ben Askren was uh, suggesting doing the judges from a remote location so you don't have to have them in the arena. And I guess you can have more cornermen and all of that. But I don't know how they're going to do it. 
they haven't really put out that information yet. But I don't know. That'll be something to bet on, though. Thank God, because I, I need it. If it wasn't for PlayStation right now, I would be losing my mind. I have played Call of Duty for, like, the last 10 days straight. I swear to God. I, I, I wake up, I play Call of Duty, and then I go I go to bed. So that's about all I've been doing. Um, also, too, though, now that I think about it, we downloaded NASCAR. Obviously, everybody that's been following us knows that we got, uh, we got into NASCAR at the start of this season. Starting with Daytona, we live streamed it. I'm sure some of y'all tuned in. Um, and NASCAR's fucking wild, dude. NASCAR is bananas. That shit is insane. So we got the game, and it is equally fucking as insane. If, it, if anything needs to be streamed, it needs to be NASCAR, um, the video game, with everybody hopping in, playing, and wrecking the shit out of each other. I'm telling you, it's it's all it's cracked up to be. Um, yeah, NASCAR Heat 4 is the greatest video game out this <laughs> You know, you get on there with a group of your friends and you're in there and you're cursing each other because you're fucking wrecking each other and you're trying to win a race. But it's a hell of a time. And, uh, yeah, it's just truly there's no other game like it. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, all right. So also, too, I forgot we have WrestleMania coming up, which I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to front and say I've been a big wrestling guy. I was when I was a kid. Don't get me wrong. Um but apparently they're still going to go uh they're going to also perform in front of no fans which really kind of blows my mind because i mean that's the sole purpose of doing it but it's supposed to be a two day event i think april 5th and 6th early april i'm not good on the dates these times uh, all the days are running into each other at this point um but what you going to tune in for wrestlemania yeah i mean why not why not yeah at this point shit it's better than marble racing um did you ever watch it as a kid? Um, Don't lie. Not really. But, you know, everybody, a lot of my family talked about it. And <laughs> Well, um, Thanksgiving, that was a big... Uh, yeah, like, I don't know what type of wrestling I was watching, but they had a guy named Papa Pump. Papa Pump? Yeah. I don't know. That For all my sense. freaks out in Oakland, <laughs> holla if you hear me. <laughs> I remember he used to do that shit. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, that's <laughs> <laughs> one time he told the guy that <laughs> yeah no that one's he not, told uh, the guy he i think it was kurt angle he said yo kurt angle your wife's been calling me she said she wants the ultimate satisfaction from a genetic freak and then he got down on his knees and started flexing all <laughs> roided out and shit <laughs> i'm sure Devin would know who you're talking about but uh not me yeah he's, he said nice man zell brown's jersey has to be nicks nah no, it was mine. No, why are you hating on Johnny Manziel? He could have he could have put the XFL on the map. So we're one Johnny Manziel signing away from uh, the XFL going for at least two years, I would say. But now we might never see it again. Um. So, yeah, you are you saying that uh, Papa Pump would be your favorite wrestler of all time? Yeah, but only because my <laughs> uncles and shit talked about him a lot. And it was just who, like, they would always fucking act like they were pile driving me and shit. What the fuck? Like as a kid, they would pick me up no, upside down you. and act like they were gonna pile drive me. It was just, no, I got you. They weren't really tombstone pile driving you in the backyard on uh, <laughs> Thanksgiving. Um, and more UFC news: John Jones got arrested again. So obviously, we got a blog out on uh, htmsports.com about John Jones getting arrested again. You can go check it out. But 
dude, what is this? Like, he's like the Josh Gordon of the NFL. Like, how many times is he going to fuck up, you know, and get another chance? Last time he got welcomed back like a damn war hero when he fought Cormier and kicked him in his fucking head. But is John Jones done at this point? For real. See, I don't know. I mean, he's so he's he I got to say he was driving around drunk, firing off a, a handgun. Yeah, he uh, at least shot it. From what I understand, he at least shot it one time. In a national pandemic, a global um, pandemic quarantine. Driving he, drunk, shooting <laughs> his handgun. Uh, nine. It was a nine millimeter. I don't know. <laughs> could have been. Could have been a forty. Who knows? Um, yeah, it's he not been good. Drinking a forty for all I know. But. Yeah, um, drinking forties, shooting forties. John Jones, uh, and it's coming off of. What could have been the most controversial win of his career. Yeah, an extremely lackluster fight for sure. Um, one that a lot of people thought Dominic Gray has won. He's, he's put, put together, together a lot of, uh, his, his last, last few fights, fights have been lackluster. So it's like, I don't know. I don't know what he's doing, dude. He's still up there as on my list of pound for pound um, greatest fighters of all time. But, I mean, dude, my God. It's like he's yeah, been hanging out I think USC dropped Brown. them out of that number one spot. They might have removed him to, uh, from the pound for pound rankings. Uh, totally yeah. after this happened. But, yeah, I mean, right now, to me, the most dominant fighter in the world is Khabib or Habib. I just don't like Khabib, but, yeah. I don't I like mean, him, but he's 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 the most dominant guy out there. And, yeah, John Jones, dude, you just look at a guy that very well could have or is the, the greatest fighter to ever walk on this planet, and then uh, he just blows his... I mean, I don't know who his life was. Like he talks like this extremely intelligent guy when you hear him talk at his press he, conferences. This is what I know about John Jones. He's the biggest hypocrite there's ever been. Because he calls, look, he's out here calling a guy like Colby Covington a scumbag yeah, and no, stuff like that. Like John Jones is the biggest scumbag in, no, yeah, in he the sport. Wrecked, that's what I'm saying. He wrecked into a pregnant woman. And drove off. And no, yeah, he no, he ran away from his car. If, oh, if yeah, I remember yeah, correctly. Yeah. And the UFC fans welcomed this guy back like he was a war hero. Like he wrecked into a pregnant woman, and just left. Said, "All right, I got to get the fuck out of here until I get off this, until I uh, come off of whatever I'm on." But dude, they welcomed him back literally like a war hero. I swear to God, I was like, "Oh my God, he's being welcomed back with this like open armed like." I'm like, this guy's an asshole, dude. Like, everybody wants to shit on McGregor, which, don't get me wrong, McGregor's punching old guys in the bar, he's throwing dollies through bus windows. He's not a saint by any means, but... Yeah, I'll, the punching the old guys, what? We don't know. He might have deserved it. I mean, who knows, but that didn't look good. It's the art. dolly, to me, wasn't that big of a situ an ordeal or anything. It was He was promoting a, a fight between him and Habib. Yeah, I but mean... But as far as this... Uh, Tony Ferguson is the real deal. No, and they've I, tried to make this fight over and over again, and it's cursed. No, I think it got. Yeah, no, I think it's it, a fifth time they're trying to make it happen. I think. Yeah, no, I yeah, it's been canceled multiple times by each guy's pulled out on their own a few times. I think. Um, I really do believe that Tony Ferguson might give Khabib or could give Khabib his toughest test. Um, I mean, dude, he's so unorthodox. Obviously, you can see it in his training styles, but he's pretty much good everywhere and he gets rocked every fight and can take a punch and it's like he doesn't start fighting until he gets hit remember anthony pettis yeah pettis rocked him he broke his hand on his head and tony ferguson ends up finishing the fight like 
I don't know. I think he could give Khabib his toughest test yet, but, I mean, nobody's really been able to do anything so far. Dustin Poirier looked like he had a, a glimmer of hope, but. I think last time I checked the odds on this fight, Khabib's a significant favorite. Not a super big favorite, but a, a bigger favorite than he was against Conor McGregor. Um, I think Tony Ferguson is at least a plus 200 underdog. And if that's indeed the case when the fight is going to happen, then I'll probably be betting on Tony Ferguson to win that fight. Yeah, no, I would put some money on Ferguson think, in um, just for value, Just for value alone. He's an extremely strange guy. Oh, you know, he's a weirdo, dude. He wears those gloves to the press conference. I yeah, love dude, that Yeah, dude, did shit. you see the uh, latest one? It was before the before all the shit got canceled. Um, he had a fucking base. He brought a baseball to the yeah, press did. conference. Yeah, and he had his gloves on. He's tossing the baseball <laughs> up. No, yeah, he Somebody is. asked him, um, what's the baseball for? And he, like, answers it with the most corny answer. He goes, that's in case they run. <laughs> I guess he's going <laughs> to Throw it and hit him in the back of the fucking head. He's got CTE for sure. Uh, That dude's out there. Um, Next job for John Jones. One of the questions in the uh, comments. I see a a McDonald's answer up there. That's not a bad one. A McDonald's answer? Um, I mean, what do you think? Realistically or like out of left field? Like, Um, realistically, he's probably going to... I mean, I don't know. That guy's got a shit ton of money, but... I mean, sell insurance? I don't know. <laughs> He's going to be working for Allstate. You know, there's this fucking tall guy that works in Waffle House on um, 190 <laughs> over there by uh, that old Holiday Inn, and then they put up a Planet Fitness over there. Uh, <laughs> the guy's freaking over six and a half feet tall, and you just wonder what, he's, what is he doing at a Waffle House. No, yeah, why are you not, like, why are you not trotting up and down the court? Thrown yeah, it's crazy. So maybe a Waffle House or... Um, That's where you think John Jones is going, the yeah. Waffle House? Oh, yeah. Speaking of Waffle House, we do still need to do the Waffle House Challenge for uh, the person who came in last place in our fantasy league. We've been saying it time and time again. He's been ducking us a little bit. He's had some, some stuff that he's had to take care of in his defense. Um, but the Waffle House Challenge is coming. We're going to videotape it. All that. 24 hours in a Waffle House. Every waffle you eat, you get a waffle. Sub- I mean, you get an hour subtracted from your time in the Waffle House. And then, okay, we had a little issue there with the video, but I think we're good. But yeah, 24 hours in a Waffle House. Every waffle you eat, you subtract an hour from your time. So if you eat 23 waffles in an hour, you get out. You eat 12 waffles in 12 hours, you get out. So, but you work very closely with him, and he's under the impression that he's going to eat 24 waffles in like two hours. Yeah, he thinks, um, and look, I'm a betting man, and it'd be interesting what we can get on these over-under for the amount of waffles uh, that he's going to eat, because, you know, the the challenge is you are in a waffle house for 24 hours, every waffle you eat subtracts an hour, so. You can, um, you can meet some characters in a waffle house come three in the morning. I'm thinking, realistically, he could eat 18 waffles in six hours. Dude, there's just no. You don't way. even. This guy. Believe it. Oh, he's a tank. He's a tank, and uh, he's strong as a an ox. I know. We, but we uh before coronavirus hit, we had just started working out in Planet Fitness. Uh huh. 
second week in there, the guy was already on the biggest weights they fucking got in that place. Yeah, the sirens going off. He's tossing shit nah, down. No, he wasn't tossing <laughs> shit down, but he's like, I need bigger weights. And I was like, I guess you can go up there and ask him to order something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah y'all got him behind the counter. Yeah, I just don't see it, dude. I mean, 18 waffles in six hours. You got to think, like, and we've gone over this before a few times now, but, dude, I mean, he's walking out of there with diabetes and a heartbeat. He's going to be at least pre-diabetic when he's walking out of that Waffle House. So is it worth it? Or do you just camp out for 24 hours and roll the dice with whoever you're going to encounter in the Waffle House? Because, I mean, shit, you might have employees fighting. You might have the homeless fighting. Who knows? Who knows what's going to go down in a Waffle House for 24 straight hours? I mean. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, a lot of shit got in the way of this not happening sooner. Um it just seemed like every time we were about to do it, something was in the way. And then the yep. biggest thing in the fucking history of this planet got in the way and actually shut down all the fucking Waffle Houses. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. We're going to see what happens. But I am I need something. I need – I, I got to have sports come back. I really do for, uh, for my mental well-being. This is – it's like the the football gods knew that this is Drew Brees' last ride. And they're like, ah, here's this virus. We're going to shut down the whole globe. I don't think it's going to – I think we're going to be okay. I really do. I think we're going to be okay to uh, to play next season. But I don't know. I'm not a doctor, but thank God neither is uh, Kirk Herbstreet. So. Yeah, I mean, that would, uh, I don't even want to think about it just because – I think I'm going crazy now because I look. I'm a basketball fan, but I'm I'm a, just a fan. Yeah. When it comes to football, I played football my whole life, and I watch football for the majority of that time as well. It's like I'm a, almost. It's like I watch football as a student, not just as a fan. Yeah. So like I appreciate what they're doing more than the average person. Whereas basketball, I don't. I wouldn't consider myself an expert in watching basketball or, or knowing about it. Yeah, dude, I was ready to break the bank this March Madness, I swear. I mean, y'all can't see the board up there, I'm sure, but pretty much <laughs> – it's over your left shoulder. Pretty much every sport that we bet on, we're over 60% picking. Um, I can't remember the exact record for college, but it was like 26, 14, and 2, something like that. Um, so – I don't know. We were, I, dude, I was ready. I was going for it this year and then got it swept right out from under my feet. But <sighs> that's all right. Till next year, unless they get canceled again, and then you probably won't ever hear from me again. So um, got to bet on something here soon. So I don't know. But I think that ought to do it for me. I don't know. You got anything <laughs> else to throw in? What are you laughing at? <laughs> Uh, oh, I didn't even hear you. You said you watch it as a student. Hey, hey, I'm not. The records don't lie, though. All right. These aren't just picks we're tossing out there. We're tossing these picks out with uh, cold, hard facts to back them up. So. Yeah, and I'm like throwing $500 on it. It's not like I'm <laughs> fucking praying and hoping for this shit. But um, anyways, yeah, crack, speaking of Cracker Barrel, I love the biscuits. I love the breakfast. The pancakes are phenomenal. Service? Um, not so much. Yeah, they had a couple of strange people oh, in there. That reminds me. Hold on. Uh, so we went to Texas Roadhouse. We obviously you can't go get food from anywhere. You got to order it to go. I go to Texas Roadhouse the other day, and uh, we got a seven o'clock pickup. 
We leave at 6.45, get there right at 7. I'm, we're there for 45 minutes before anybody even comes up to the car to say anything. Everybody's in a line, and there's like 20 people parked waiting for their food. She comes up, and go, uh, at, by this point, I'm like, okay, can we cancel our order? And she goes, oh, well, let me go see if it's ready. She goes and runs and sees if, it, if it's ready, comes back. No, it's not ready. I said, okay, well, can you give me an ETA? I don't have one for you. Okay, so you want us to wait longer? Because it was supposed to be ready at 7. It's 7.45. We're just supposed to wait. Dude, there was people coming out of their cars, like, losing their shit, cursing at them. Like, it was turning into a shit show. There was no social distancing going on, and there was no, it was way over the 10-person minimum. So uh, if you can do anything during this quarantine, make sure you do not order from Texas Roadhouse to go. Or don't even go there ever. I'll never go there again. That's how bad of an experience I had. So it was, um, it was fucking terrible. The, whoever came up with the to-go situation for Texas Roadhouse needs to be fired immediately on the spot. So I just had to get that off my chest. I, I, even, I even put it on Facebook, and I, I'm not that person to ever put anything on Facebook. I was so mad. I was like, I got to do something here. I got to get them somehow. Put it on Facebook. Don't go to Texas Roadhouse no matter what. So it was terrible. Um, and that's all I got. So, yeah, um, Cracker Barrel was the last um, place that I ate at at a restaurant before the uh, coronavirus started. Yeah, no, it was good. And we were right in the middle of it, too, actually. That's why it was like 10 o'clock on a Saturday and there was like 12 people there. Um, definitely took advantage of that. But, um, yeah, so you got anything else before we go? No, that's it. <laughs> All right, so obviously this was the first live stream we've done for Big Easy Bets. This will wrap up episode 34. Uh, you can follow us uh, on Twitter at Big Easy Bets, um, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. You can uh, go subscribe, leave us a rating if you want. We'd appreciate it. When sports come back, comes back, we're going to be handing out winners again. So, but that's a big, uh, a big win when they come back. So, but all right, guys, that'll wrap up episode 34. Y'all have a good one.